Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out, why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is settling. Are you settling? Let's find out. All right, friends. So I got a really interesting uh message the other day. It seems my relationship status um, has confused people. Uh, Somebody actually sent me a message going, "Um, are you in a relationship now or not? Because I can't keep up. I was like, oh, nice diss. Uh, So to clear it up for everybody out there, I'm single, very single. Um, But uh, as a result of that, I am out there dating and on apps. And uh, currently, I'm on a new app called Magnet, which uh, I'm really enjoying because it's very different. Um, It's a check-in dating app, which means if you're out and about like I am, you can check into a venue and then scope out other single people who are there on the app in real time. So I'm actually here at Meltdown quite a bit, which is a great place to meet up with me. Um, And then if you match with the person in the same venue, you get five minutes to chat. Um, And Magnet's cool because I feel like it brings together the best parts of online dating and real life approaching. So you don't have to wait week, two weeks, whatever, to set up a date with people, and then you're not stuck on some rando date for two hours that you didn't want to be on um, because it didn't work out. You get to break the ice right away and meet up on the spot and see if you click, and then you can go out further. Um, So download Magnet. I actually, um, it's available on iPhone and Android, and then check in here at Meltdown Comics, and you will have a chance to match with me. Um, And I always make a joke that the best way way to break the ice with me is to tell me you're a fan of the show. Wink, wink. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. Really complicated. It is on settling. And I have an awesome guest with us to kind of help us unpack this loaded subject. Um, She is former The Voice alum, a country singer and 2016 Grammy amplifier winner, Adley Stump. Hi, Adley. Hi, Natasha. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm so excited to have you. So, Little known fact, um, I I was a producer writer on MTV News, and um, at the time we were covering things like uh, Idol and a couple of, uh, mm-hmm. you, what were the other ones at the time? Oh my God, my brain doesn't work. Um, a lot of those reality shows at the time, and The Voice popped out, and I remember it was just starting, and I jumped on that, and I was like, this show is going to be awesome, and I became The Voice um, resident expert, and I was covering every episode of The Voice for the first few seasons of that show, Um, so I knew you guys in and out. Um, (laughs) That is interesting. That is so fun. A full circle story here. Exactly, and so uh, when when I, you know, heard about you, I was like, oh, I want to have her on the show, and you seem so great. Um, Tell me, how was the experience on The Voice for you? It was incredible. You know, that was my first time, like really on a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so you couldn't really get much of a better experience. Um, I was just finishing up college. So then I had the opportunity after the show to move to Nashville. And that was my little catapult, you know. Oh, and was it hard coming into Nashville? Because it feels like it, or or did the steam of the voice kind of carry through for you? Because it feels like there's so many singers in the same genre. 
Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's like it is with everything. You have to treat it like a business, right? You feel famous because you just got 11,000 Twitter followers overnight, but you have to know that the next season is coming right behind you. So take your five months to the bank, do everything you can to establish yourself as a brand that's going to build longevity for you. Yeah. You can't just think that's going to stay and you're going to be as popular and as talked about as you are right in those few weeks. Um, and so that's what we did. And we've been very fortunate that the stages and opportunities have just continued to grow. And now it's a full circle story again for me because we've been out um, on a few dates with Blake this summer on part of his stadium tour. And that's just been a total dream come true. Oh, my gosh. How cool. So wait, is Blake as cool as he is on the show? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And it's it's refreshing because you meet a lot of celebrities, right, in the entertainment industry. And some I've had like the highest opinion of. And then you actually get to meet them and you're like, oh, oh they're yeah. kind, of, kind of a bitch, you yeah. know, or they're uh, they just kind of let you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that, maybe that's a little unfair. But he is exactly the same as you think he would be. He's like a he's just like a walking like joke machine. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know where he constantly moment. comes up with these lines. I'm just like, how how are you doing this? I know you should have him on the show. He'd be I, great for oh, comedy. Trust me, <laughs> the things I would, I would ask Bucket Blake list. Shelton if I got him on kind of dating. Um, put in a good word for me, maybe. Uh, yeah, girl. But you're also you said that you wanted to stand out and um and do some different stuff. You are doing something kind of cool now, right? You have a new um uh single coming out called Call You Mine and you're doing an online release party? We are. And you know, every time I'm blessed enough to release new music, uh, I try to do something to give back. Um, so we're doing an online release party in partnership with Facebook Live and Children's Miracle Network. So my goal is to raise $10,000 at this party online through the donate button on Facebook Live. So it's going to be me, a bunch of my friends, different local celebrities throughout Nashville getting together. And we're going to party and just do like some crazy antics um, at every milestone that a fundraising goal you know so we hit five thousand we're all gonna jump in the pool or we'll do something to raise money for these kids Uh, so it's gonna be really really fun that's coming up on august 23rd so the single will go live uh midnight august 22nd oh i love that so where can people find it on facebook live like is it on uh, my page, page is Adley Stump and it'll be uh on my fan page awesome okay so we're gonna get into uh the real meat okay we yes. are talking about uh settling which is ugh, I, I even researching this was difficult because it's mm. it's just so vast um and it happens so much and there's so many reasons for it and but i wanted to start at least i wanted to be able to start one episode and and yeah. uh, start this conversation which i feel will be ongoing anyways but let me ask you first sadly single relationship it's complicated what's your vibe <laughs> i am in a relationship right now nice yes um, i've been with somebody for 5 months wow yay that's like yes. eternity in adult years <laughs> right. And it's like my shortest relationship. Is it really? Wait, really? What's your longest relationship? Uh, eight years, eight and a half oh, wow. years. Right. I know. Basically, my entire life, um, that relationship ended about nine months ago. Oh, and you're good. Yes. I mean, you feels like you're in, you're in a good place. I'm happier than I've been in nine years. <laughs> right. And that's why that was one of the reasons we wanted to chat about this. Right. Because y- you and I both have some firsthand experience with what this topic is today. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel comfortable talking about it? Yeah, girl. Let's unpack it. Yeah. So tell us your story. 
All right. So I started dating this guy um, when I was in college. Right. And Mm -hmm. so dated through college, you know, all my friends, I'm from the South, right? So everybody's like, you date who you're with your senior year and you marry them probably. Right. Uh Um, And so all my friends were kind of marrying their college boyfriends. Well, the boy stuff happened. I moved to Nashville and I've never been one to be held down or held back. And he did not do that. He was incredibly supportive. And so he moved to Nashville. was a guitar builder, a luthier. Um, And it worked, but my, I fell in love and I was definitely in love. I mean, not a doubt in my mind, but I was more in love with his potential Mm. than who he was, which in hindsight, I'm like, did I want to change him? It's like, no, I just kind of wanted more for him to be better for me, to, to lead me more, to be somebody I could look up to more Mm -hmm. because I always filled that role as far as ambition or financially or spirituality. Um, We just were not we were kind of growing through college together, like in the same direction. We were, we worked really well. Um, and then as we grew into adults, we kind of just wanted very different things out of life, but we loved each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you feel like you're going to marry this person eventually, but I was just in my gut. I mean, I knew this for years, Natasha, like mm-hmm. my gut told me time and time again, like, this is not right. But I just, I think people settle for a million different reasons, right? We Part of it's fear. Of course. Um, part of it's just like I felt personally. And again, because that just kind of recently ended, like a divorce after almost nine years. Yeah, you know? I, can, I can't imagine. Um, but I've learned so much about myself. Like um, we just weren't a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went and did everything on my own and he really didn't want any part of the entertainment industry. Um so I wasn't held back. I did whatever I wanted to do. Uh, and that was nice. And so I was like, I'm not going to find that again. Somebody who just lets me be me and doesn't hold me back. So I felt so blessed in every other area of my life that I just told myself, like, I can settle and be unhappy in my relationship because I can't have it all. Right. Um, and he like puts up with me. I put up with him. But God, there was no like passion. There was no love. It was like being married at 24 when you don't want to be married. Um, and so I, I think you're scared of breaking that person's heart. So if I think I just let it get to a point where it was kind of mutual and to where I felt like I was going to do the least amount of damage. And that's why I didn't let go for so long before, you know, cause it, it felt more one-sided. I knew, um, he was a little bit more in love than I was mm-hmm. and he wouldn't admit that he was unhappy either. Um, and so eventually it just kind of became mutual. Um, and we just realized really this isn't going to work this is just the mismatch so still i still think the world of him we ended without any malice whatsoever we're both dating other people now um you know still if i i feel like i could call like there's no bad feelings you know yeah. but it was it was painful pulling the plug was it was really hard to do especially when no one cheated no one did anything oh, to end yeah. that relationship i find those to be the hardest ones I know. Yeah. You're like, I love you, but I don't, I'm not yeah. in love with you. You're yeah. not the person for mm-hmm. me. You know, yeah. that's, that's tough. But when that happened, it's almost, you have a sense of relief, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that was such a long time coming. Um, and I just settled, I completely settled because I didn't, for all the reasons I just told you, Yeah. but I, um, I'm and- in the relationship now that is completely healthy, like a new level of health in a relationship and transparency and honesty and passion and commitment that I've never experienced before is everything that I was trying to turn my last relationship into or hoped it would be Yeah. someday. Like we could grow into that. Right. But none of it was natural. It did not just click. 
and now I can't even imagine. Um, I can't even imagine anything less. Yeah. And that's what that was another reason I wanted, um, you know, to have you as a guest on this episode was uh, to talk about like the full journey of it, you know, uh, of being somebody who was who was struggling through it, made the decision. And most of the time we're very scared because we're scared of being alone or it's never going to work out. And then you did meet somebody else and mm-hmm. you know there's hope for people who who feel like no i i just need to settle for what's what's in my face but the reason mm-hmm. this settling topic is so complicated is kind of you mentioned it a little bit too right where you said at one point you weren't sure if you could have it all so sometimes we justify it we go well i mean this person gives me abc you know, and yeah, and yeah. you're never going to get it all. So I'll just settle for this part. Um, and that's the stuff that I want to unpack of like, what's the difference between settling and compromise? Um, what are the feelings mm. that we should be having with people? And and you also mentioned something that I find very important is like you had that gut feeling over and over and over again. Yeah. And it was sort of the same as me. Um, I was with somebody for uh, four years and... Everybody thought we were going to get married (laughs) and sort of same way. I'm Mm -hmm. from Canada and it was through end of high school and college. And um, I mean, even to this day, which is many, many years later, uh, people still talk about us and they say, oh, my God, we really thought those two were going to get together. And I was like, all right, let's grow up. Um, But (laughs) when we were kids there, we had no problem. We didn't fight. We didn't do anything. I, I loved him. And he was my best friend for many years after that, um, the breakup. But I kept remembering that in like the last couple months of our relationship, I just was getting weird pangs, pangs, pangs in my gut. Mm. That was just like, something is off, something is off. And I kept trying to talk about it, kept trying to figure it out. And I realized, like, I I just finally got this visual in my brain that we were walking this one path for a long time and suddenly our our future paths just like weren't joining. And I just Uh. saw like both of us walking separately. And I was like, oh, that's what's happening is like, I'm going one way and he's not going that way with me and we're not growing together. But we're together because we have history. And he was definitely way more into it Of course, at that point than I not that I wasn't. I just knew that we weren't going to be a fit long term. And that was hard. So when I when I finally I actually didn't tell a single person, I didn't tell a friend, I didn't tell my mom, I didn't tell anybody. I just sat with I was like, if I keep feeling this way for one month, I will end it. Mm. And the feeling just didn't go away. And I was like, okay. And I made the decision. Like, we didn't get in a fight. We didn't do anything. And I remember I ended it with him. And it was like the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life. And I was depressed for like two months after. I would just be sitting in random places I were crying because I Mm -hmm. couldn't function. I was like, I can't believe I hurt this guy. And I had no good reason. I was like, I just knew we weren't a fit. And funny enough, now he's married. He has a kid, all this stuff. He's fine. He's great. But we have mutual friends. My best friend is still friends with him. And she always tells me, she's like, man, Tash, you and him would never have, like, you would never have been able to be together. Like, she was just like, no, like, you two are very, very different people. And I was like, yeah, I was telling you I saw that then against everybody's will, you know, because my Mm -hmm. family, our friends, everybody's like, what did you guys do? And I was like, look, just trust me. I just know that we're not on the same, like, we're not growing together. 
Yeah. So it was very yeah. hard, but now I see it in hindsight. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like he's living the life with the kind of person he should be with. Yeah. And I'm not that person. Um, yep. And I was, aware you know, they always said, like, I always heard when you know, you know. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, that's not true for me. I've been with this guy for eight years. I love him to death. But, you know, I don't have that feeling. Yeah. Now it's like I, I mean, almost instantly my boyfriend's name is Blake. Ah. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was made very apparent to both of us because we both have been in long term relationships. Yeah. When you find and you take, you go through that breakup, you and you have some experiences, right? Mm -hmm. When you find what you're looking for, it almost hits you like a bolt of lightning. Yep. Um, you know, and so that settling thing, it's these soft whispers um, that I think God just puts in your heart and in your ear, like, let go of this one. I've got something yeah. better for you. And it may come in five months. It may come in five years, but I'm building you and growing you into being who you're supposed to be on your own. And I think self-awareness, I think is the best gift anybody can give themselves. Yeah. Um, cause everybody's looking for like these qualifications of what they think they want in somebody. Um, and just get that time to be able to get to know yourself and be painfully aware of why you are the way that you are. Um, and looking at yourself from somebody else's perspective. Like I know the ways that dating me is going to be a pain in the butt for some people mm -hmm. with this lifestyle with, and I'm very self-aware on how I need to be better for somebody else. And you know, it's, it's been the most beautiful process. And I like to think I was always pretty self-aware, yeah. um, but some just, just diving into it and a lot more lately, um, to be able to be the best version of myself that Blake deserves, you know, and, yep. and him trying to be the best, the thing that I deserve. Yeah. Um, and, and but being able to be that alone too, being that for yourself, if you are that you're going to be able to, to attract the, the kind of guy that you want. I have a lot of friends with like these lists of the kind yes. of guy they want. And I look at that list and I say, are you the kind of girl that this guy is going to want? Interesting. Like, yeah. Wow. Crap. I mean, not all the time. No. Yeah. Um, and that's, but, a, yeah. that's the interesting thing too. Cause um, you're right. The, I find like the biggest problem and the hard part with this is, is like you said, the self-awareness of knowing exactly why you feel like this is settling is is it just that they're not fit, fitting this weird checklist you have that they need to be this mm -hmm. tall they chew this way they they have a a weird gim like whatever tooth hanging or whatever it's like something weird or is it that there's some deeper quality that you're not getting you know and i feel mm -hmm. like settling isn't i think the difference is like it's it's a you're choosing to stay in a relationship that doesn't truly fulfill you. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they are not checking off these weird boxes because actually, mm -hmm. you know, um, I had a, a checklist at one point. I remember dating somebody who followed exactly all of the everything on that checklist and still somewhere in my gut. I was like, oh, man, I don't know why I'm just like it's not working for me. And I tried and I tried and I tried and I was just like. It's not happening. And I realized for me at that time, it was like I just didn't feel and I'm not even somebody who who counts attractiveness and passion as like a big thing in my my book. But there, there mm -hmm. I have been in love before. And that feeling that you have when you're in love is a different kind of passion. It's not like a flighty surface chemistry passion. It's like it's like when even the way they chew that's so nor that would normally gross you out, you love, you know, yes. and you look yeah. at somebody and they don't have to be perfect, but you're like, oh, 
I fucking love this. You know, or I love when <laughs> yeah. he does this dumb shit. You know, like, oh, it's yeah. so cute. Not to say, again, not like you're making excuses for their vices or anything. Like, he beats me. Oh, that's so sweet. It's like, adorable. I don't, yeah. Like, don't mean that. But, you know, those those little things that we pick and. When I was young, I was like, he needs to be six feet, like six foot two plus, you know. Now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. like, let's chill out, you know, as long as he is somebody that uh, is good to me now, somebody with integrity, somebody that, yes, I still want to be able to have fun and, like, have a good feeling with. But, like, those things are more important, I think, than, like, the weird checklist. And so, like, that's the fine line we tow in settling, right? Because mm-hmm. people think, oh, well... I just like I'm single right now because I don't want to settle. It's like, okay, well, what do you feel like you're settling? Well, he's, you know, too hairy. Like, I don't like a guy who's like, okay, well, that's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I think settling is is less about a checklist. And it's um, it's like, right, somebody can hit every item on these mental checklists Mm -hmm. that we have and non-negotiables for people um, that we just know we need in a partner. Mm -hmm. But so everything can be right on paper, but just not right in your heart, right? Exactly. The chemistry is huge. Yes. I think so much of it is chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, they can hit four of the six on this master checklist, but for some reason it just works. Yeah. Like Blake told me a couple of weeks ago, he goes, you are not at all what I thought I needed or wanted. He goes, but it is so much better. Like I never would have guessed I would be in a relationship that we travel all the time. And, and it's just so fun and different and not planned and not small town. Like Mm -hmm. it's so much different than what he had envisioned for his life. Um, but, and just wouldn't have known that he wanted this until you have it too, you yeah. know? So sometimes I'm just like, kind of, people got to throw these checklists out the window Agreed. and, you know, just find somebody that you, you just want to spend all your time with and they challenge you and make you better. Um, and I think, I think that's, that's the biggest thing, I guess on my checklist is that chemistry that's just unspoken mm-hmm. and it's not anything that can be changed or reversed. You know, like, mm-hmm. like some of these checklist things can, um, I it's just want- something it's, it's soul, you know, yeah. it's on that level. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I definitely agree that settling is like, there's, it's rooted in a level of unhappiness. Like, and, and mm-hmm. I don't like to say like uh, unhappiness and you know, we're tortured by some of the people. Cause I think you and I both feel great love and admiration for the people we've been with that weren't a fit, but you mm-hmm. still felt like something was missing and it wasn't like you weren't whole, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I actually want to read something with uh, that Psychology Today wrote, um, and they were talking about, again, uh, the reason I keep kind of hammering this a little bit is because I, I, any listeners at home, I, I want to be clear that when we're talking about settling, we're not talking about, like, in a vain way of you know, these checklists and them not following that. So uh, in psychology today, they, um, they said love and accepting flaws is not the same thing as settling. So Mm -hmm. they wrote, but when you fall in love with someone, accepting their shortcomings doesn't feel like settling. In fact, one of the hallmarks of a happy relationship is our tendency to idealize our partners and even see their vices as virtues. Rather than picking apart a person's negative and positive qualities, we should look at the jest halt, the big picture of who they are as a person and how we feel when we are with them. If the relationship feels right as a whole and the important bases are covered, example, you share important values, then there is nothing that needs to be settled for. And who knows, you may actually come to believe that your husband is more handsome and talented than Brad Pitt. 
Mm. And I, was like, I, yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but I want you to stay with us, Adley, and we're going to talk about um, maybe help people figure out some signs, like how do you know you're settling and what to do if you think you are. How can we get out of these relationships? Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. But first, this message. Motivation with Amazon Music. You're still in bed? Didn't you go running? Oh, I overslept. I'll go tomorrow. I'm getting in the shower. Alexa, set an alarm for 5 a.m. tomorrow to hard rock music. Okay, I'm up. The right song exactly when you need it. Amazon Music, the simplest way to listen to the music you love. New customers start your 30-day free trial at AmazonMusic.com. Renews automatically cancel anytime. Hey, friends, we're back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with our guest, Adley Stump, who's with us on the phone from Nashville. Yes, from Nashville. Yeah. Um, we're talking uh, about settling today, which um, you and I have uh, lots of experience with. I've actually been on the receiving end of this, too, where my ex, um, the one who I was living with, to be honest with you, it was the one who I think felt like there were uh, on one end he felt like we were should be together because it felt so easy and like and i've checked off a bunch of things for him um mm-hmm. but he wasn't ready and able to commit in a certain way and felt like he still wanted to discover parts of the world and whatever it was yeah. and and so he was like i am scared to walk away from this but i still feel like there's more for me and i was like hey man that's cool like we all you know at that point when i remember when he said that i was like oh yeah you and i can't like i'm i'm never gonna want to be with somebody who feels like he'd he'd be settling to be with me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Sometimes it has nothing to do totally. with the other person. Yeah. It's it's internal work. Oh, yeah. Right? Completely. And if he felt like he needed to still discover the world, I was like, you need to get that out of your system and do that. Absolutely. And not feel like this relationship is holding you back from from anything. You know? Like 100%. That's not, yeah. That's like not the right state to be in. But, you know, another you had talked about... Um, the reasons people do settle is like this fear of being alone. But we also talked about being comfortable in a relationship. Like for he and I, it was comfort. Like we were Mm -hmm. living together. And even just like, for me, there was a point with he and I that I was like fully, fully, fully in. Like I thought this was the one for me. And then he broke my trust at one point in the relationship. And our families got involved. They were mm-hmm. our moms were like, no, no, please, like, don't break up. Like, try to work this out. And and I remember the judgment and feeling like, oh my God, I'm gonna let people down if we right. don't try to work this out. And so we tried and we tried to stay in this. But I remember, I remember driving once in the car and asking myself, I said, Okay, stop. Can you actually say you're in love with this person anymore? And I couldn't actually say the words anymore, even to myself. Mm. And I knew, but I was still so scared of hurting everybody else and and the comfort because we were living together. I was like, I don't want to deal with moving out and all this furniture and like who's going to go where and where. At the end, it ended up having, happening anyways. And I had to deal with it. It was just was way, way more dramatic than it needed to be. Right, um, right. You know, and I was like, all these things that we fear... And are doing it for other people when really we should just be following the gut 
And I, I feel like I could have saved myself a good three months and a lot of turmoil if I just listened to my gut in the first place that was like, yeah, no, when, he, you, when you, you know, first yeah. know, I was like, the trust is gone. I know that I'll never be able to like open up the same way. So what's the point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, trust is so important. You can't even have a friendship without trust. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So what are some, so we talked about like, that's you and I both felt like that deep gut feeling, right? Like when you know mm-hmm. something's off, um, when I was talking, when I was researching this online, some people were also talking about kind of like a numbness when it comes to like the relationship. Like when you're talking about it, it's like very yes. stale. It's very like, oh yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Like how's 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 the guy? Oh, he's great. He's cool. You know. Yeah, and and you feel that in your relationship too. Mm-hmm. I heard, um, or Blake told me once. I think it was that apathy is the mm. biggest killer of intimacy. It's not hating or like fighting that means you care right that means you like are upset because you care about this person and if if you're just apathetic Mm -hmm. like that's I mean that's kind of where I got to in my last relationship it was just like oh he's mad at me can't do anything to fix it yep rather than oh my god he's mad at me like how do I fix this or I'm mad at him Mm -hmm. it was just we were just apathetic um, yeah, and, and just everything is what it is. I'm unhappy. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, and I, <laughs> I got past the point of fighting about it to where it was just plain old <laughs> settling. No, I hear you, and it's funny because you said it like like you were apathetic in that way. For me, it was because um, I, I, I read this and I was like, oh shit, this is exactly what me and one of my exes were. Which was um, you think so much, you think out the problem, you don't feel yes. the problem. So like in a good, I think like in a good relationship, like what you said, right? If somebody get upsets you, there's some reaction to it and like wanting to fix it or fight about it or whatever. But when a relationship is like, is at a point where you're just thinking the feelings out? Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, let's just think this problem out. Okay, well, this is what it is. This is what it is. Okay. There's like no feeling. I feel like a healthy fight is really good. In a relationship. Oh, absolutely. You know, and like yeah. having a reaction to a person means you sort of care. Mm-hmm. And you learn how each other fight. Mm-hmm. You know, those are really important important character qualities. Yeah. If you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody, this is human behavior, right? You're yeah. going to disagree on things. Yeah. So before you marry somebody, figure out what are those, how do they communicate? How do they yeah. work through that? Um, and make sure you guys can do that in a healthy yeah. way. I think it's so important. And I think, like you said, I think the self-awareness is the biggest thing. It's like knowing what you really want in a relationship. Yes. And it doesn't mean this checklist. It means like on a deeper level, what is it that you want? And I was trying, you know, I actually ended up talking to my Uber driver about this last night. <laughs> when, Normal. Normal. Yep, yep. This is kind of what happens. And he was like, hey, you have a podcast? Like, <laughs> And I was just telling him, I was like, yeah, tomorrow's episode is on settling. And we were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, I mean, uh, he was like, is it about like something better? And I said, no, actually, it's not about it should never be like you. F- you want to get out of a relationship because you think there's something better. You should get out of a relationship if you think this is this in this current state is is me getting less than what I want and need at the, at this current time. You know what I mean? Like yes. not comparing it to like, oh, I think there's more out there. And that's. Like, right. It's not a not grass is greener type about. of thing. Yeah. We're talking mm-hmm. about like it just really not being a right fit for you and staying in something way longer than you needed to. 
Yeah, um, yep, I agree. And I think that's a very important differentiation to make too. Yeah. Because people can get really caught up even in relationships thinking like the grass is always greener mm-hmm. than what you have. But it's not I mean, that's not really the case. It's not. It's it's, it's so internal, the it's settling so is. You know? So conversely though, here's the other argument though. Are we putting too much emphasis on things like chemistry and connection and a level of perfection? Hmm. Like, you is- know what? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe not too much. I think it's, I think it's so important, but it cannot be the only thing that's foundation. Right. Yeah. So it can't be like everything else is a mess, but God, we, our chemistry is so good. Yeah. You know, you can't, yeah. that can't be all that's hanging on. You yeah. know, I think it's so important to have that natural connection where it just feels easy. Yeah. You know, I, not my last relationship, um, our friends, like we were talking about, they go, it should not be this hard. Like if okay. you guys are right for each other, it should not be this hard. Yeah. And I was like, it shouldn't, you're right. But there was just not really any chemistry, no click. We were just best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who we grew into being. Mm-hmm. Um, not the person that can challenge me and support me and be who I want beside me every mm-hmm. second, every good and bad thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just best friends, but we we're not teammates. And that was because of a lack of chemistry. So I think you do have to have that if that is your person in life. Um, there's just gotta be a click, I think, but Mm. it can't be the only thing. I have chemistry with my best friends, right? But there's still other things that make me love them and need and want them in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I only bring it up because especially, I mean, I feel like it happens at any age, but especially like young listeners or young people, you know, I feel like experience that struggle even more of, not knowing or again towing the line between like seeking perfection and not settling so it's kind of like you know how do you and I think it really just it it is it's a very individual thing I think it comes down to people being introspective and looking at their life and knowing what's important for them Uh right because like what's important to you might not be what's important to me what might not be what's important to Aisha or Mason in this room, you know, like we Absolutely. all have our different wants and needs. Yeah, um, and you like to let your ego get in the way and be like, I'm perfect for him. Yeah. Um, and he's just not right for me. But no, for my last relationship, I wasn't what he needed either. Yeah. We didn't share the same interests, hobbies, um, things like that. And we just started living very different lives, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you and I could, I can honestly say and identify that I, he needs a better, he deserves a better partner than what I have to give him also. Yeah, which is the other really important part, right? Is like you settling in a relationship isn't doing the other person a favor either. You're just no. hurting the other person even more because you're not letting them be free to actually find their real happiness. Yeah, and that's the worst feeling in the world knowing yeah. that like and my last boyfriend even told me that. He was like if I, if you know that I'm not the one, he goes, you're my choice. But if you know that I'm not the one, please let me go. Like, yeah. please. And I was just like, no, we can fix this. So for a couple of years, you know, and it went up and down and up and down. But deep down, I knew, you know, and I just kept trying to talk myself out of it. And I, I think one of the biggest reasons people will settle is when you boil it down to fear, you know, 100%. Yeah. And that's and overcoming that and believing that 
there is something better for you. It comes in that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. I truly believe it. You just kind of know and you can, the math, you can't, there's no logic around deciding if you're settling. Right. I mean, there, there is some, but I think you just kind of know emotionally that this, this isn't right. And you can try to logically justify it of why you should stay. But if your gut it's just what you have to listen to. And that would yeah. be my two cents at least. And uh, no, I completely agree. I would say if all else fails and you can't, you know, you there's no like specific reason, follow your gut. And we did an episode with um, her. She was an intuitive named Jill Willard on the show on intuition and trusting your gut. And I remember how when I was younger, I just like never followed my gut feelings Mm-hmm. I did in that one instance with when I was in the four year relationship. And then at that point, I was actually very in tune with myself. And as I grew older, I lost touch with my own self. And I just like stopped trusting my own instincts. And as I've grown older, I've come back to that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the only thing I feel like I can trust in my life is my gut at this point. Um, so like if all else fails, you know, trust that. But you brought up something interesting. I want to ask. If you do feel like like if you if you're settling, should you be talking about it? Should you at least try to talk the problem out? Like should you communicate or should you just end it? I think so because sometimes you can figure out the cause if it yeah. just came about um if, if it's ongoing, I think, I think you have an issue. Yeah. But if it just came about, I would say definitely that person owes it or you know, that you owe it to them too to talk it out, try to f- identify what this is cuz maybe you can work through it or that person's mm-hmm. just in a funk or um it's something you're in a funk you know um and it might just I help definitely you, think you attempt it might just help I you do. clarify at all if if it's really an actual problem or something that you know you, you like you said one or two of the people aren't in like a right state and it could be fixed like is it actually yeah. something you're settling for or is it like just like a problem that could be solved Right. Yeah. I definitely think you diagnose it. It's like, Hey, my leg's bleeding. Ah, might as well cut it off. Yeah. I think you, (laughs) I think you do kind of try to dissect it. Right. Unless you just know, and it's a brand new relationship. You're like, this isn't going to work. Um, but yeah, if it's, if it's something that's been serious, I definitely think you, you try and you give that person Mm -hmm. a little bit of a heads up, um, and and try to work on it. But if it, if you just got that feeling and it's not leaving, like it wasn't with mm-hmm. yours after that month, then I think, I think, you know what you got to yeah. do is take that leap of faith. Yeah. And it's kind of like ripping off a bandaid at some point, right? Like you have yes. to do it. And yes, breakups are hard. Nobody enjoys them. Nobody likes sitting in front of somebody and hurting. I mean, some people do. They're crazy. <laughs> right. Sociopaths. But, um, you know, most of us aren't that. And I think that, we have to get over that fear and just like let people go. I mm-hmm. I actually try to try to think of it uh, as like not about me, but about the other person. I, tr- I really try one of my relationships that, like I said, the guy was completely everything on the checklist. I kept trying to make it work. And then I was like, I'm holding this guy back now. Like I could yeah. keep prolonging this until I figure it out for a few months or yes. I could trust what's happening and and let him go because he's not benefiting from this situation in any way um and it's sort of just like not cool to do that Um, yeah yeah 
So this has been uh, an interesting episode talking about settling. I don't know if we've actually solved any issues yet, but it's 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 like unpacking this giant topic. So like I said, I feel like we're going to talk about this in other episodes going forward. But Adley, thanks so much for sharing um, yes, girl. Story. I feel like if we had solved these problems, we'd both be rich and yep. on an island somewhere, yep. right? Which, hey, I still believe we can one day. <laughs> yeah, let's keep unpacking this until we figure it all out, right? The, con- um, the human condition. <laughs> yep. Uh, I want to uh, ask you uh, five questions. We have Ooh, a, right. uh, a segment we do called Five Questions. We do it with every guest. It's our dating version of the Bernard Pivot Questionnaire uh, made famous on inside the actor's studio so this is our these are our our original five questions that we ask every guest are you ready Adler? all right yes okay so question number one what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner great question smile nice what, smile what is your one deal breaker uh, for me, it's it's faith. We gotta be, we gotta be on the same page uh, spiritually. Kind of that's that's my foundation. It explains a lot about who I am and the decisions that I make and family and kind of why I live the way that I live. Um, so I really, if I have to work, I need somebody to kind of get that about me and and live that way as well. Cool. What turns you on? Ooh, kindness, thoughtfulness. Nice. Tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Mm. Uh, one of my strengths, I believe, is intuitiveness, um, self-awareness, and being able to identify ways that I can serve and love on the person that I'm with. Um, one of my weaknesses is um, <laughs> my my personality. It, it's I always feel like people's greatest strengths and greatest weaknesses are usually the same thing in different contexts. Yeah. Right. So that um, that that intuitiveness about that person or self awareness um, can also hurt me because I can be that to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my attention can be spread, and I'm not. My relationship doesn't always look a lot different than a lot of my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Mm. How about have some wine? Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Here, honey, have some wine. That's yes. fine. But... <laughs> well, thanks, Adley, so much for being on the show today. How can people find you on socials? It's Adley Stump uh, at everything. A-D-L-E-Y Stump. Like a tree. Find me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Snapchat's Adley116. But it's, it's a party online. I make a lot of videos. I work for an Instagram network and so make a lot of videos like sketch type stuff oh, nice. um, every week. So definitely uh, come follow along. and Let's have a party online. Yeah. And on August 23rd, Facebook Live, uh, Call You Mine um, will premiere there. And uh, that'll be like a fun uh, online release party that you're having. Um, yes. So tune into we will that. literally be partying online. Yes. So y'all come. You're all invited. Um, all thank the internet. you so much again for being on the show. Um, yes, friends, girl. Thank you for having me. Friends, follow us on socials. We are on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kinda Dating. Kinda Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us, 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can, please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes. Also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time.